shit that uh, you just said or whatever, but it's like, motherfuckers say, like, yo, yeah, I'm going to get this, you get this, we share it. Uh, motherfuckers, like, like they, they, they stop paying for shit. Like, oh, like, yeah, now nah, you got to do it with somebody, yeah, like, somebody like, that you yo, know is going to do it. And like, like, I mean, I, I, I tried that. I tried that shit. What? And then I went. Then it was like I forget what it was. It was something and shit. I think it was something on like the Disney Plus. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to watch. It might have been uh, uh, one of the shows I was watching on there. I guess it was uh, probably that the uh, Wandavision shit. Oh, like, okay. oh shit. And and I fuck with Tiana Paris. I love Tiana Paris and shit. Yo, you think Tony um, Braxton is underrated? Nah, she ain't underrated. Musically? Nah. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Y'all think so? Uh-uh. I, th- I think she is rated exactly where she needs to be rated, and some folks yep. probably overrate her. When's the last time you heard niggas talk about her? The last oh. time we talked about her. Yeah, I mean, so you don't think she deserved to be in any conversation? Mm. Nah. Nah, she was talked about. She was talked about in um in a conversation that I was that came up about Aaliyah when somebody said Aaliyah was the number one R&B artist during a certain period of time. And it was like, what you talking about? Like, there was Tony, like, she was, so Tony Braxton came up. Mm-hmm. And then it became a thing when somebody was like, Tony Braxton? Nah, hell no. We was like, wait a minute. Like, you don't know who fuck Tony Braxton is. Yeah, Tony Braxton. So we had to go, we had to go, like, really go down that, we had to go down that road to, like, you just talking about the I'm, first album, this album's after that, that she was, she was running this shit for a minute. That's a fact. I mean, yeah. I guess you could say that, like, Niggas must have forgot or could have forgot, you know what I'm saying? But even still, like, I I, I don't I, I rate Tony Braxton like I mean, do you think would you do you rate Tony Braxton higher than like you would uh, Mariah Carey? No, no, but because I don't really I ran the world for a little while. Yeah, but I, the only reason I I was gonna say no, but then in the R&B conversation, yes, because I just don't think Mariah Carey does R&B like that. If yeah. that makes sense, it, it makes it makes sense because she was such a right. She was on mega level. Stuff. Like they only yeah. gave her, all right, this is going to be the biggest shit ever. You know, right? What I mean? You can only get three traditional R&B songs. The rest of the shit got to be over here. Yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, but um, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you maybe listen to this podcast. We are the Better Than You Pod coming to you another week. We consistent, my nigga. What up? Nah. <laughs> Yo, Joe, what up? Ah, man, man, chilling. Uh, hot in the motherfucker. I'll be staying inside. I'll be staying cool. Got to, bro. What? Service your air conditioning if you're out there listening. To them. Especially if you're in the South. Get your shit, get your shit serviced. For real, for real. B, yeah, what's what, good? Yeah, what's the temp there today, Joe? Um, shit. No, 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 never mind. I know mine. Yeah, I know mine. <laughs> I mean, not a hot, not a hot. It was actually a little, uh, what was it? It was 90. I think it don't know. Yeah. You think they're thinking and talking. No, my I mean, my shit was 100 at... flat, nigga, a whole I'm buck. My shit was what, humid, what humidity make you feel like, though? 103. Yeah, we was 98 and it felt like 105. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, my shit was crazy out here. <clears throat> but yeah, Alex, I'm doing good. <laughs> you know, uh, well, it was 98 here. I don't know what it was with humidity, but that shit was burnt up. I had to, I went and cut the car on. And, and you know, like how in the wintertime you you start your car so it can heat up some. Yeah. I don't have I don't have the joint where like the air comes on. So I went and started the car, cut the air on, and said I'll be back. This is especially with leather seats. It's crazy. How about the leather seats? I must say. Yeah, the leather seats is crazy. And you wearing shorts, bring your thigh meat off. Oh, 
God. You wear shorts? Yeah, I was just Put running. Daddy's? No, 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 no. I don't some shorts. Good. Like basketball shorts. I, I I got a pair, though. I'm getting a pair. I'm 1,000 for getting, getting a pair. Of the Somebody, no wild. doubt, man. Somebody going to call me Zaddy out here. I want to feel it. I want, I want the no. love, man. Nobody wear no, Zaddy. I ain't wearing no shorts this summer. <laughs> I ain't wearing no shorts this summer and shit. Because the way I've been, like, losing weight, I still ain't really, like, really starting putting no serious, like, working nobody gym for real. Or even God. with, like, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I ain't, and, been, I ain't been back neither. And I swear, yo, like, I lost so much, like, muscle and shit. I used to have, yeah. like, big, strong calves and shit. There's a little meaty and shit on top of them bitches, but they were strong. Now I got these baby calves and shit. And that's also because I was a little sick and shit and had, like, whatever, but it's like... Yo, get a toner, yo. Yeah, that's, that shit, though, gets the wall. Yeah, just get a toner, yo. I got one. It's just I thought about that shit. I got the perfect old wall. So I even went right there. Yeah. yeah. No, tones were fire. Tones were fire. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all niggas ain't the type that y'all have to go to the gym and shit all the time. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it's not the culture for you. So, it, <clears throat> you got a, your own trainer, and that shit is, um, you know, it, it can get you into a nice little routine. And, you know, you have cool da- down days, and they'll take you through shit like that. And there's an exercise for everybody and everything in Tonal. And there's trainers for everybody and everything in Tonal. So it's not an ad, though. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I, but you know what? We were saying about going to the gym. I, I like, this is pre-COVID, I like going to the gym because I even realized that at work, even though I'm able to work from home, mm-hmm. there's so many other distractions. And I know myself yeah. as a procrastinator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get caught up looking at something or running downstairs my yeah. wife is home too, so you know how that go. Yeah. So this is just mad distractions that I get caught up. But I, I notice when I go to work, I'm way ten times more effective. Even though there's nobody in my office, it's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I have my own office, but there's nobody in the office altogether. Is what I'm saying. So I, I can really yeah. zone in. Nobody's asking me for anything. But I was saying that to say the same thing with the gym. Like I don't know if I'd be able. To, I don't know if I'd be as disciplined as I was. When I was going to the gym at home, if that makes sense. Nah, I feel you. And just knowing myself, like I'm sure people do it because that's how Peloton and everything bump popped off, especially during the pandemic. But I just don't, I don't know. No, it's a fact. It's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people who come up with that argument. I just didn't think it was going to apply to y'all, but you know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, jumping off, jumping off. Oh, proposed gas tax because gas is out of control. Um, there's a proposed gas tax holiday that could alleviate pressure at the pump. Um, I'm just reading this from New York Times. Face is going to get, it's going get 17 cents, yo. And well, Obama, I saw 18.4, I guess, but maybe 17 right, well, is the average. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, Obama told us it was a gimmick, and mm-hmm. I believe Obama. And he broke it down because they had did it before. You know what I'm saying? He had did it in um, Chicago before, so he knew. And, you know, yes, I, I just feel like, I feel like Biden knows it's a gimmick, too. But he also knows you got to do anything right now, and this is a right. different type of economy. Something. You know what I mean? Like yep. you have to do anything. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking him for doing it. I'm just saying, like it's not like it's gonna change the world. It's not gonna be earth shattering. You know what I mean? Wait, what'd you say, Joe? I can't. Yeah, I'm just checking to see what the Alabama gas tax is. That it's not something that nigga know the top of head and shit. And they say 28 cents gallon. I'm like, hey, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that helps some niggas. 
But like, I honestly, with gas, it'd be like, fuck it. it it's kind of like, I, I, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I put the gas in the motherfucker. It'd just be like, damn. It'd just be like a little bit of like sticker shots. It's like, where are we doing this with gas right now? But yeah, I haven't good. really, I haven't really bugged yeah. out like some other people have been bugging out. Like I haven't done that yet. Right. Yeah, yeah I haven't. I haven't either. I mean, I just filled up. I got a truck. I don't be. I think you got a truck, Joe. I'm not sure what you're right. if you're driving a car or truck. I got the little fucking car. I have no fucking uh, that shit. So I even went to you know supposedly if you you go to Costco or BJ's or Sam's Club, it's supposed to be cheaper. That shit was still eighty dollars at the pump. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even that little five or four cents that I'm saving by going there uh-huh. versus the regular one, it was still eighty dollars to fill up. Yeah. What the fuck kind of gas you putting that shit? Oh, how much is 87, it? Eighty seven. It was um. Oh, you put eighty seven that shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's just eighty seven. I'm not putting nah, ninety three like that. I, I know you got to put you got to put ninety three though, right, B? Yeah, yeah, every time. Nigga. I should say put in ninety one, but I don't see nobody selling ninety one. So I put in ninety three. <clears> you gotta go to Sunoco for ninety one. They the ones that got that shit. I never seen that shit before. I was thrown off when I saw that. There's this one white dude who who used to own gas station and said, "Oh, there's no difference." I don't believe him. Though. You know what I mean? Because oh, no, he he didn't even look like he was the type of person that you should listen to about some shit. <laughs> 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 Hell no, he put no regular about shit, nigga. Give me that ninety-three. But yeah, but that's something that's proposal. Who knows if it goes through or not? This whole shit is crazy. It'll, I was actually watching it'll probably, it'll it'll probably go through. It's just not gonna change a lot. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna deny Americans uh 17, 18 cents? It's just not gonna change a lot. Right. I saw the um, <clears throat> I was watching one of the economists and they were just talking about the next two years is going to it's going to be a heavy downturn and we're going to face. I don't uh, not a depression. Um, recession. Shit. Thank you. A recession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That next two years that we're going to be facing a recession, it's which would be interesting when it comes to, to vote to voting for the next uh, the next election. Go ahead, um, and Alex, oh, I'm sorry. What are you going to say, John? Is that is that is it is, is that going to drive housing prices down? Oh well, I, I just need to have a different conversation that'll bring me. Oh, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, yes, kind of though, Joe, to, to answer you real quick, okay. But see, here's the thing, I, and we've talked about this, Alex. So I'm just going to reiterate it. Yo, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's major economists are also saying that we likely will not have a recession. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to feel like a recession, so it's going to it's like it just doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just whatever you call it. Americans don't give a fuck what this shit is called. It's only for the geeks, you know? So, um, yeah, if, if that happens, Joe, then um, what's really going to drive the home prices down is when the Fed raised interest rates. And I know we talked about that here, too, as well. Um, the Fed raising those rates um, is is kind of dry, is going to kind of dry up the money that's going to be flowing into the market. And so we don't have to, it's not based on the supply and demand rules anymore of, of the homes and it's more supply and demand of the money. And are you, you know, how, how willing are you to pay a 7% interest for a home versus when it was 3% interest? You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it's just going to look different. And so a lot less people are going to be willing to go outside and buy homes, which is going to drive down the market and it's going to be a lot less competitive. So I ask this question, because I know you, you've you been looking around like you are you, you feeling confident about the interest rate that you get? Because I know you've been you kind of been looking yeah. around a little bit. So, yeah. But. 
here's the thing. It's the time to buy down points. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 you're going to buy down points. You know, you are going to buy down points. That's just going to be a thing that you can't get past. Um, buying down points is expensive, but worth it, guys. Um, I mean, you can spend $20,000 to buy down a, a full point, you know, a full basis point. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it will be worth it to you. You know what I mean? Because it could save you thousands on the back end. And right. that's invaluable. Right. I know when I purchased mine, I didn't have to because I got the um I got yeah. the lowest interest rate, but I purchased there was um something they were doing. You got the in, lowest interest rate at the time when there was at the, right, that's what I'm right. That's you what, what I mean. I got like, the lowest one. You were at and the they were given to buy a were, home. Yeah, and the house where I bought the house was it was something special about if you bought in this area because they couldn't sell houses in this area. Mm-hmm. So there was another incentive there. Yeah. That oh, so I didn't have to put anything down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's how that worked out. You caught one of those. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Um but moving on to some black no, I'm sorry, Joe, you was gonna say something? Oh no, 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 no. I I I was, oh. I was gonna double down on that incentive shit, but you said that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was gonna tell everybody like you always do want to check out the incentives in your area. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's not just first home, first time home buyer incentives. There's different type of incentives uh, for to purchase a home, you know, or or to make any type of major purchases, really. Yep, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, moving on to some black excellence, black billionaires. I saw this list. I put it in the group. Now I gotta find it again. I don't know. I should have pulled it up before, but um, there was a list. I think it was just the top seven. I want to say. I think it was just the top seven. Come on, where's that list? Oh, here we go. So this is uh, America's top, this is just America. Mm-hmm. America's top black billionaires, number one, Robert Smith, six billion. Uh, number two, David Stewart. I'm not, I wasn't familiar with their name, 3.7 yeah, billion. Most long. He says he's an IT provider. Number three, I, we, we know who Oprah is, 2.7 bill. This is another person I'm not familiar with, and I meant to look into it because obviously his face doesn't scream yeah. a black billionaire, but Alex Karp, 2.1 yeah. billion. He looked he looked Caucasian. Yeah, I, I meant to look him up. Um Kanye West, shout out to Kanye, number Felt five, one point eight. That's cool. Yeah, one point eight billion. Yeah. Um I'm gonna skip number six for a minute. Michael Jordan, one point six billion, but number six, Rihanna at one point seven billion net worth. That was the one name that really jumped out to me on this list. And I know Joe, you had some interesting things to say, so I wanna go to you first on that. Um, no. He probably don't even remember what he was saying about. I mean, I remember seeing your list earlier, and uh, I mean, my my general take on the shit was I was like proud that Rihanna was on the list. And uh, y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I was proud that she was on the list, and one reason I was proud that she was on the list one because she's so young, and two. Because I think she probably had the easiest time of like anyone to be on there. You know what I'm saying? She was just like, and she was like just so like you know dope and just an icon for like you know just being all fly and musical and shit like that and fashionable. That you got fucking LVMH and shit like yo, you want to do some shit? And they're like yeah, and they didn't give her like some slave ass fucking deal or maybe she was like, you know, negotiated so she won't get no slave ass deal. So like whatever percentage of the deal that she got for Fenty products and shit, the the makeup line, the fucking the clothes and shit, lingerie and all that shit, 
that shit equate to getting a billion dollars if you dance or ain't do it off the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody doing it off the music unless I mean you like, can you know, do it off the music, but yo, that I mean I feel like it's dope what she did. It was a fast way to get him uh, to get to the Billy. You know what I mean? And she used yeah. who she was, right? And 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 she 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 used her likeness to get there, and she did it mm-hmm. perfectly. Thought that was the flawless way to do that shit. Yeah. I also Not think man. it's weird that they don't have um LeBron on the list. He'll be number eight. Yeah, he's there. They stopped at seven. I don't know. It's weird to do a top seven. I would have made more no, sense they, to do they, a top they, ten. They stopped the side. They stopped because they ran out of billionaires. Not a lot of us. Mm. Yeah, because who was who again? Ah, uh, crap! I forgot. I had pulled it from. I just copied the 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 screenshot they have. I forgot what and I was looking when I was reading it. That's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> but yeah, nah, joy. Um, LeBron. I don't know if LeBron would have been eight over um well yeah maybe he would have been eight i'm pretty sure he'd have been that's the last number on the list because there's only seven right now he'd been eight i thought tyler perry made a bit did top hit a billion didn't jay hit a billion all right but look you gotta think dude you gotta mix up whether tyler perry did skirt tyler perry or the (laughs) non-skirt tyler perry because see that might not totally equal a billion you know what i'm saying all right but jay i don't know man the way that nigga maneuver with money, he probably be a billy here sometime. He probably touch a billion sometimes and go below it. Or something. Like on the list one year, off the list the next year. Yeah, like he probably, you know it. what I'm saying? The nigga could be around 900 something. We just going to treat it like a billion anyway. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, actually, really, the reason why we hype Jay is because he was like the first big name from our culture culture mm-hmm. that really got there. You know what I mean? But I don't, I think when we were saying he was there, I don't think he was actually at a billion. He was like, oh, okay, I got you. I actually looked up that um, Alex Carr person. So he, his father was Jewish, his mother's African American. So that's why he's on the list. Oh yeah, he's black man. Like, what do you think? Like that black coach of uh, who? What is that? What is that? Oh, from the Dolphins. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we got a black dude. I'm like, this motherfucker looks like logic and shit. Yeah, 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 that ass. Mm Oh, Mark, Mark Anthony looking ass motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Looking like uh, crazy. Who wants to see his Alex Trump nigga's wife, yo? Let me see. His wife. He said, what you say? He want to check uh, his Yo, Alex Joe, why are you flurring your words today? Yo, we recording a pod, bro. You got to speak it clearly. Yo. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> this nigga, what is going on with Joe? <laughs> Joe hungry. That's what, that's yo, what it is. <laughs> he hungry. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's just. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear yeah, you. Okay, I now hear you. you. Now you're back. There you go. All right. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. A lot of things dropped this. Um, well, I don't want to say a lot of things dropped, but there's a lot of things coming and a lot of things being talked about coming. But one of the things, um, and we briefly talked about it before we started recording. Um, the Martin reunion. Dropped this week on BET Plus. I watched it. I, I know you guys said you didn't watch it. You guys know oh, you I'm not the it. biggest. Say again? Oh, you did watch it. I didn't yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I did. Yeah, I said I did watch it. I said I, I kind of caught it on the, on the Humble one time. I was just bored and I just watched it since it was there. And it was only like, um, I think it was only like 45 minutes to an hour. It wasn't anything long. And it, it wasn't an episode. It was just them sitting around talking. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was going to be. It was just them sitting around talking. You know, and I wasn't the biggest Martin fan. Like, it wasn't a culture-driving show for me. But again, I think I might, I'm more from the Cosby age 
in a different world. So Martin maybe didn't hit me the same way he might hit other people. But it was interesting. They had everybody there. Obviously, Tommy Ford was not there because he passed away. But they talked about a lot of different things. They talked about the funny moments. Man came through the window <laughs> out of nowhere. One person that showed up that I was very excited to see, and she's still sharp as hell, Marla Gibbs was there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we that's a person that we've talked about a few times on this pod that we especially in relation to how Betty White had that like second run, like a well, third or fourth or fifth run, however, from from her career, as she was, you know, about to hit a hundred, she kind of got this run. And it's like, yo, Marla Gibbs doesn't get celebrated, and she's to me, no, nah, I don't give a shit. No, period. She's way more accomplished than Betty White for what she did as a woman, as as a black woman. In television, she's way more accomplished to me than what Betty White did. I just feel like she didn't get a lot of she needs she needs her flowers. There needs to there needs to be I don't know what it is, but something needs to be yeah. done to honor her. Cause but she was still sharp as attack. She was cracking jokes and everything. Like it was a real good. It was really good to see her. Snoop was there, but it was a good show. It was cool. It was like to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff and the bloopers and things like that. So it was cool. I, I would suggest it's, it's a easy watch. It's real. It's not nothing too long, was too it, heavy, or nothing like that. Was okay? it several episodes? No, no, it's just one. It's just one, like, 45-minute or one-hour episode. That's it. It's just some bum niggas sitting together, yo. Fucking, uh, <laughs> but now, yo, shout out to Marla Gibbs, yo. I was, uh, I was, uh, retrieving my little delivery food and shit. Marla Gibbs' birthday was, uh... Oh, what? Probably last week or something. I think oh, it was probably like 91 or something like that. I could be wrong. Birthday. About the age, but I think it was, like, 91. I'll look it up while you're talking, yeah. But yeah, like I plan to catch that. I don't have the uh, BET Plus because like they programming just never really like that it hit to me like that and shit. And as far as Martin goes as a show, um, I watched it mostly because Martin funny as hell, and um, it was black people on TV. You know what I'm saying? It was right. like the first time since like fucking uh, the Cosby Show in a different world that it was like. Some other like black shit on TV. I mean, Fresh Prince, I think it ran pretty much simultaneously. One came on like a year before the other and shit like that. But it was like, yeah, it's good. And the thing I loved about Martin was it w- that show wouldn't work with like damn near anybody else because the stories were the storyline were like fucking trash. Um, the supporting cast outside of Tashina Arnold was really weak to me and shit. And um, that show pretty much was fucking one of the most like you know, I, mean, I guess he gets his flowers when they gets his flowers but it seemed like some motherfucker might have forgot that Martin was like one of the illest like fucking like comedian niggas and shit and he made that show like fucking Martin deserved to be on some niggas like Mount Rushmore definitely some niggas like top 10 and shit cause like mm-hmm. he's just a funny motherfucker and he carried that shitty ass show all by himself him and like Tashina Arnold and shit like that, that's how I see it because R.I.P. Tommy Ford, that nigga was trash. Um, fucking um, Tisha Campbell, she wasn't the funniest on that show, but I don't think they really wrote her to be that funny on that show. I think that after, like, fucking doing two house parties where he was a stinky breath nigga that ain't get no bitches, like, I think that <laughs> fucking Martin was like, hey, yo, I want kids bitch to be my bitch on my show. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's how she ended up there. And um, the nigga Cole and shit that played cockroach on um, the Cosby show, that nigga wasn't that funny on that show either. Like, to me, it was him 
and like Tashina Arnold and shit. That's why I think Tashina Arnold's mm-hmm. still doing all this dope shit. But I plan to watch the Martin like um shit like yeah, that. man. Trying to do some more shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, yo. I'm, I'm probably. I'll watch that shit if it pops up or whatever. I'm not really pressed about it. I was never really yeah. just like Alex. Um, you know, I, and I agree with what Joe said. People watched it because it was, it, but people watched it more more um, than just because it was a black show. It was because it was a hip hop culture show, and hip hop made it to mm-hmm. Martin, and it really wasn't making it to everywhere. It was still getting dissed by a lot of other people. You know what I mean? And like we we had our superstars on Martin. And so that's, Snoop, that's yeah. really how mm-hmm. he, he, yeah, that's how he became a niche um, a person in our culture, in the, in the hip-hop culture. So, I mean, shout out to Martin, you know? Yeah. I'll just close with this. Uh, so, yeah, Snoop actually was a, uh, popped up, too, as a special guest. Um, but one of the things you said, Joe, that you actually, that's actually part of it, because when he talked to Martin, talked about when he, who he wanted as his wife, he wanted Tashina Arnold. I'm sorry, he wanted... Um, uh, what's her name from Jersey? I can't think of her name. But you know, Gina. He wanted her, and he didn't know Gina and Tashina Arnold were best friends, and they were living together. So he went to, um, what's her name? Went to Gina's house to to try and convince her to come on the show, and saw that Tashina Arnold was there, and was like, "Yo, I want her on the show too." That's how she got on the show. She wasn't even up for anything really. That's how she got on the show. He went to the house and was like, "Oh, I know you," because apparently. It's hosted by um that dude Avion Crockett, but apparently they've all known each other since they were 12 years old. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's how they. I don't know how 12, because Martin's from DC. That sounded weird, but they all knew each other since for like since they were like 12 years old. So that's kind of how they were so I tight. Mean, I, 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 remember, I remember Martin talking about that show before, like, I guess a couple years ago, when they were talking about. I guess it was however many years ago it's been on or whatever. So when it started, mm-hmm. and they said at first they wanted to get uh they wanted to get some uh. So I think he said something about wanting to get like some fat bitch to play Gina Friend or something like that. He's gonna crack mad fat jokes. And, <laughs> and then then the what's name was so good that they got like the Cena Arnold and shit. And that's one thing I didn't really like about the show. One thing that they like, I mean, I didn't like the show it was shitty, it was trash, but Martin was funny as hell, but he made me like it. But one thing I didn't dig like was how he was always snapping on uh on uh on uh you know, Tashina and shit, like, Tashina wasn't, like, bad as hell, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you should be trying to fuck on the side, nigga, and stuff, stuff. but that Hilarious. made the show, so, whatever, like, like I mean, what? they both had ass and shit, and sometimes Gina was looking like a big old pot face, fucking high yellow bitch, and I was like, ugh, and Tashina, you know, like, I mean, whatever, man, they was both nice. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, if you can catch it, you can catch it. Um, a few other things that I saw, I saw, um, Erica Badu is producing a documentary on the DOC. I thought that was interesting. That's and I know it. they have a relationship. And um, I think I mean, they also have a kid together. That's, child, that's what I thought. Puma. Yeah. Oh, that's Puma's but, father? Okay, yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait, time out. Alex, I find it wild that you didn't lead with the Queen's shit. That the show got canceled? No, Nas. Still nothing? Yo, Nas Mm-mm. is dropping a doc on the Supreme Team. Oh, I didn't see that. That didn't even come up. Yo, go, go to, go to Nas Instagram right now. Yo, he got like a two-minute trailer. Oh, I Hello, Cool J it. in it and everything. I think oh, that's he's... crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Nah, Nas is dropping the shit on, on the Supreme Team. It's coming oh, out. Dope. Did they say what network? In July on, you know, he got the Showtime contract. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He do. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, some real shit. The second I about to be like BET. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, you know Nas did not drop bullshit yet. You know what I mean? Like, Cause he, he did. Didn't he do the? Did he do the Ronald Tesla one? Yeah, he did. That's July what I thought. 8th. That's what I thought. Yeah, he been done doing nothing but um Queen shit. Yeah, July eighth he does. He got he got um he got Supreme in it and everything. Oh word! I mean, only did. audio because he you know he locked up forever. Next <laughs> nigga. <Yeah. laughs> It is what it is. Yeah. I actually saw... Oh, go ahead, Joe. Nah, fucking, I was uh, just on, like, YouTube hopping and shit, and I seen a nigga, uh, what's nigga named Bimmy and shit? Yeah, uh, Bimmy. Doing, uh, doing some Vlad shit, and I was watching. Like, yeah, man, you know, it's a pre-jill, I was the nigga, and I ran the shit. I'm like, oh, okay, then. You know what I'm saying? Interesting stories and shit. I, but, uh, I remember... I'm not gonna disrespect <laughs> Bimmy, nigga. He's... Yeah. No, I, I think I'm not, man. Like when, oh, they, when okay. they did that, when that, uh, when that, whatever the fuck that shit was called on BET, when they had all the niggas like Haitian Jacket, then me and his his sister and all the other motherfuckers and I think yeah, uh, Big U and that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dad. Yeah, and they did. Then they went on drink chance and shit, and then we, we got even more sort of shit. I, I respect niggas and shit. I especially, uh, excuse me. I especially respect street niggas when. They become like you know they do their thing major in like two games and shit you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. street like shit and like, like you know real business like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so, dope. Um, another thing I saw was the White Man Can't Jump remake and obviously Jack Harlow is um that's uh, starring Jack Harlow, Tiana Taylor. I'm not sure who Lance Reddick and Laura Harry are, but we all know who Jack Harlow and Tiana Taylor are. And uh, Woody Harrelson was talking about that he's on board for it. As well, I was I thought that was interesting. I don't know how good it's gonna be. I know Jack can really he actually knows how to play ball, but I don't know remakes or remakes. I don't I don't I didn't see who was directing it or anything like that. But perhaps it's gonna be something I don't know. I think Vince Staples is gonna be in this. Huh? Oh okay. Oh word. Yeah, I like Vince. Vince is that dude. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, I saw the um speaking of Woody Harrelson, I saw the um trailer for his Netflix movie, not his and Kevin Hart's Netflix movie. The man from Toronto. That's I think that's coming out next uh, week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Nah, oh. I'm gonna let y'all say this so I can say what I gotta say. No, no, I'm not talking about it. I'm just mentioning things right. upcoming. I'm not mentioning anything. I'm just gonna say it like this, and I'm glad we. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'm glad we're on this subject, right? One of my everybody knows like my comfort movie is Have Plenty, but one of my favorite movies ever is Father of the Bride. So, yeah, I hear that a lot. Hold on. So, one of my favorite movies ever is Father of the Bride, right? So, when I see that there's a new Father of the Bride movie, <clears throat> I'm going to immediately jump to it and be like, yo, damn, let me check out this Father of the Bride movie. <laughs> shit, it, how could you fuck up Father of the Bride? The shit is likely going to be fire. Slum. I feel like they fucked up Father of the Bride and it was not fire. And I'm going to tell you why. It was some Spanish niggas. Like, it was like a Cuban family mar- marrying a Mexican family, whatever. Which should not, like, that's not a thing. But I shouldn't relate to the white family in the original Father of the Bride more than I relate to these Spanish niggas. And that's how bad it was to me. It's not a horrible movie, but they shouldn't have called it Father of the Bride. Because when they called it Father of the Bride, I was looking it. for something yeah. from it. And and it didn't give me that, you know what I'm saying? And so maybe on its own, it's like, all right, boom. It's like, yo, if you don't tell me this is a Drake album, you tell me it's a dance album, then maybe I might fuck with it. But you told me it was a Drake album, you know what I mean? 
Like that's the problem I got with um with that father the bride shit. That's my take. Yo, you know what? That 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 you know, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Just like I, I like the movie. Wait, that, that, that's with Steve Martin. Yeah. 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 No, and that that was, that was fucking with me. They making so many of these like reboots and shit that yeah. the father the bride. I was like, I know this. I'm looking and it looked mad unfamiliar, and it looked a little too modern. I'm like. I thought I knew this movie. I guess I I, I don't. I think about the wrong shit. So this is a remake. Like yeah, that. it's a remake. And um, I mean, you don't listen. It, it's not gonna hurt you to watch it. I I, mm-hmm. I I I only didn't enjoy it because I was every time it's like acting like it was Father the Bride, then it would give me something stupid. And it was so stupidly predictable. It was like predict. And I hate. All right. I'm sorry. I'm just going to change. I'm just gonna say an extra thing, yo. I hate in movies when. They announce um, the attributes of a person and let instead of easing us into it, you know what I mean? Oh, this is mm-hmm. Chantel, the person that graduated this and did this and moved to this and this. Like yo, it was just lazy like that. Too. It was lazy writing that would have never existed in a Steve Martin movie. So a lot of it was annoying to me. What did you think about that movie the week of with uh, the Adam Sandler Chris, Chris Rock joint where there was uh, where they both fathers kids who get married and shit. Damn, but when that was one, yeah, this was a um, part of Adam Adam Sandler's Netflix movies that he's been doing. The week of, it's kind of like the same type of. Well, yeah, it has I, a feeling. I, I, like yeah, like Chris Rock is like rich or some shit like that, and his son is going to marry uh, Adam Sandler's like daughter, Adam Sandler. He ain't poor, but he ain't really like got it. He's got just it normal. Yeah, oh, normal, I kind of like that. Class. I kind of like that movie. Yeah. I'm be honest, yeah, I think that was a nice little movie. I mean, I did. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's not like one of my favorites or anything like that, but I, I, I kind of liked it. I, I was it better than his father, the bride, or it's better than father? Oh, it's definitely better than that. Yeah, it's better than father. I get, I get what your question is. Yeah, no, that he did a better job, but you know, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Adam Sandler, he's throwing Chris Rock. Underrated. I wouldn't want. You wouldn't have even. You don't even know anybody. In father and this father bride, except for Andy Garcia, and they try to use him to like make the movie, and it's just like he can't carry the rest of these guys, and it's I don't want him carrying anybody really. Yeah, you can't have like the <laughs> eighth or ninth you know movies from the fucking Oceans movies. That's yeah. that's, that's that's what he is to me at this point. That's a I fact. Know he's he shit, but it's like he's the, the he's the he's the dude in the Oceans movie. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, but you mentioned it. Uh, a moment ago, B. So we'll transition right there to uh, Drake's uh, Honestly, Nevermind. I think that's the name of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who wants to go first? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait, time time out. Go. Yeah. We didn't crash it here yet? No. Oh, no. Crash it in regular conversation. Yeah, he did because it just uh, dropped. Okay, it only dropped Friday. Friday. All right. So here's the thing. Let, let me, let me, let me I, speak I'll I'll just, real quick. Can I, no, no, real quick, Joe. Here's the thing. Thing okay. for me, I because I I'm publicly trashed it to several different people, so I just want to say first, right? <laughs> I trashed the shit out of this shit because to me it was trash. You know what I mean? First off, you tell me it's a Drake album, like y'all expecting a Drake album, right? And in the year that J Cole has dropped nothing but hot fire, and Kendrick dropped some fire, and Drake has taken up the mantle of, of reminding us that it's a sport and he's better than niggas. He comes in and drops this shit. And I'm like, Drake, the the greatest wave rider that we ever saw, wanted to be creative. And it it just didn't match the vibe. And it's not, it was, but I had to realize 
And this is what I realized when I was listening to it. If the music is not for me, it's for you if you're vacationing in Ibiza or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is vacation shit, and I'm working. You know what I mean? So I just wasn't on that shit like that. But I'm going to tell you this, yo. All the niggas I trashed it to, I, I was wrong to trash the album. Because I am starting to appreciate it in different circumstances. And my daughter said something to me. She's like, yo... Like, you could play these songs at a party and nobody would be mad. You know what I mean? And, that, like, little shit like that kind of matters. So, yes, it, I, I don't appreciate it because it's a Drake album still. But I'm, I was wrong to trash this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is it is a nice little dance album. Um, he's not competing. I'm not going to sit there and say that. But it's not like he dropped, like, trash music. All right, Joe, my bad. Joe. Yeah, um, no, I was just gonna say like when I when I put the album on, it was a little after midnight and shit. Like, alright, the new Drake shit. Um, then uh, I started it and I was expecting like one of them little classic like Drake intros and shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, all I heard was an instrumental for like about a minute or some shit. And I'm like, the fuck. Yeah, I thought someone was on my shit too. <laughs> yeah, then I let then I'm like, yo, Drake ain't coming on here with the fire because as soon as like it was like, oh. Like, I think Alex was the first one that let me know that, yo, there's a Drake secret. One of y'all niggas. Yo, Drake secret album. I think me and Alex had a little exchange. It's like, yo, if he come on there and, it's, and he tell us, like, what time it is and what place it yeah, is shit. Like, time if stamp, it, yeah. like, you know, 9 a.m. in Dallas. Fucking like, 5 a.m. in Toronto. 4 p.m. in fucking Calabasas and shit. Six, you know, all them shits and shit. You know what I'm saying? I even went and started listening to them shits. Then I started listening to, like, some of my favorite, like, Drake verses and shit. Like, the shit he had on the Aston Martin music, where he was just spitting and shit. Lord knows. And a whole bunch of other shit. Like, all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Some, like, hit some album cut shit. Whatever. Like, yo. New Drake. I'm a Drake fan. I've been like, I've been a Drake fan since I heard Comeback Season and shit. You know what I'm saying? A little bit earlier than some, but not early as fuck, but early. You know what I'm saying? And I let the first song after that intro play for, like, 22 seconds. And I was like, yo, I see what type of time this nigga on. Then I ain't listening to shit else. I have not listened to anything else from the album. I heard motherfuckers talk about the shit, and and I guess like I realized it was gonna be all of that shit, like just straight. I don't know why I thought it, but I ain't even I ain't even want to even think about trying to seek out like him like spitting that shit on that motherfucker because it's whatever. And I've just never been a big fan of Drake in that lane, fucking. Yeah. That singing shit, the one dance shit, it's like they play the shit so much, and I've been places yeah. where I was having fun. So it's experiences to like certain music and shit. So like, like your daughter saying, like they play that shit apart. These ain't you know no one saying? dance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is not you know? right. So, so, but but if they play that like some place that happen to be like a cookout or some shit like that, yeah. or you know if I'm somewhere flying, it's playing, then I'm not gonna be mad. I'm pretty sure I would be mad at it because nah, Drake does. Not. You know what I'm saying, but I'm not like going to going to check it out. And I, I like yeah. what I like from Drake. You know what I'm saying. And there's yeah. been a lot of shit where it just wasn't. There's been different shit that wasn't for me. And he made a whole album that totally like nah, nigga, the same yeah. for you and shit. You know what I'm saying. So Facts. I just let it alone and shouldn't turn on that fucking. It's really uh, for the gays, my nigga. It's an album for yeah. the gays and the women. <laughs> and and Beyonce <laughs> just did the same thing. She dropped a song for the gays and the women. And, like, that's the type of shit. Like, and you got to just appreciate it, yo. Like, some shit just ain't for us. So, let me, let me, before we go to the Beyonce thing, let me just, let me get my take on that. So, 
I, one of the things that I can't stand about music, I hate when people try to tell me that shit is good when we know this shit is not good. Number one, it's not a good album. When Kanye came off a legendary graduation run and the shit that he gave us, when he pivoted, which was a completely different direction, and went to 808 and Heartbreaks, we accepted that. We said, yo, this is some dope, creative shit. And it shifted music at the time. I know we give a lot of cre- a lot of that credit goes to um, Kid Cudi, but I understand that Kanye kind of had the biggest stature. So he's the one that's pointed to. He shifted that, and a lot of different music came out after that because that album as a collective was creative. Number one, Drake can't sing. That's the first thing. That's the first bad thing about it is that he can't sing, and there's a lot of people that can't sing, but he's not even doing anything to help make yeah. it better. That's he's not a singer. Like, I, like, no, I'm no, that's what I'm he saying. He can't yeah. sing. But I'm gonna say he's not a singer. Right. I know you've always said that though. You are very yeah. consistent in that. I'm not. I'm, but I. Just no, I know what you're it. saying. Yeah. 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 I'm not looking at him to give me Luther Vandross, but I know what you're saying. Like, but he's not doing anything. He's not putting no um, synth, whatever you call it, around his voice to make it sound better, like everybody else does that has a similar voice to him. That's the number one thing that's irritating to me about it. Number two, the music. Eh. Like, so that's why I like, that's why I reference what Kanye did after coming off that legendary graduation run and then giving us 808 and Heartbreaks and we still accepted it and it was a completely different sound than Kanye gave us. This is a completely, for the most part, different sound. Well, how I felt about it, these were just a bunch of songs that he left off the CLB album that didn't make it. He just dumped out his hard drive. That's how I felt about it, you know, and then gave us whatever that song is um, with K-Slay, about K-Slay and him and um. Uh, what's his name at the end, just to throw some rap shit on there. But it's an album, when I listened to the album, I felt like, and I think I said in the group, I felt like I was in Hollister or H&M. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like that type of music just with his voice on it. Like, I didn't think it was different, creative, or special or anything. But you're right. A lot of songs, when you listen to it by yourself versus when you hear it in the club, it has a different vibe. It has a different bop. So, and it's Drake. So a lot of this shit is going to go just because it's Drake. Because if anybody else released this out, we'd be throwing that shit like how we used to frisbee CDs out on the West Side Highway when some shit is trash. But it's Drake. It's a go. It is what it is. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this this uh, album ages, if it ages at all. I don't personally think so, but we'll see. That's just Drake my take on that. Drake's album so like weird to me, like. He got to be one of my most favorite artists of all time that I really got hella skips on, like, most of his albums. Like, like certain niggas, I'll let they shit play. Even if they're, like, the best album, I'll let most of they shit play. But it's like, I'm skipping damn near everything on I'm skipping, like, I'm just too many skips on, like, so many albums and shit that he had for me. But I think mostly that has to be with has to do with him like constantly trying to please his different like, Every, everybody and shit. right yeah, yeah everybody because like, I appreciate a Drake little bop and shit like that you know what I'm saying that's you know kind of like a little whatever the fuck but I ain't going to that shit I want to hear the nigga rap you know what I'm saying yeah like and, I like I just feel like I I agree with you Joe like, I think I've said it before I always believe that Drake is at a point that he doesn't have to make those albums anymore where he has to mm-hmm. try and touch everybody. Like, you got everybody. You're, num- you're the, he, I don't know where he would rank of, out of all the artists, but he's probably in the top three, right? Just yeah. overall, 
Like, he's definitely in the top three. So you have everybody ready. So you really can go and do what you want to do, and nobody's going to be mad at all. You don't have to keep making these well-rounded albums. Oh, I got to touch this over here. I got to touch that over here. I got to touch that. No, you can really just get on here. If you felt like going to make a, put, you know what I'm saying, putting on your gold or putting on all your chains with no shirt on, <laughs> and some Tims and just going in the, in, the, in the booth and rap, you could do that if you want to. Nobody's going to say anything. You've, you've done it. You've done it all. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but I don't, I don't know. It'll be um, interesting. Um, and I'm just a little, I'm mm-hmm. just a little upset that his, his like maybe first time since he was like mixtape drink, where he decided to be like, okay, I'm just going to go for this one particular genre, this one particular audience. It happened to be that shit and not like a straight hip hop out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, we know he 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 hears everything. So it'll be interesting to see if he gives if there is another offering that comes later on this year. You know, but I thought B made a great point when he said after we got back after we got what we got from Cole and then everything Cole's been doing because he's been killing all his features, and then we just got the Kendrick offering. And they use that. And we, because the setup felt like, oh, you felt motivated after you see what these niggas are doing. You felt motivated. You need to come right back. And on top of that, I forgot this. And on top of that, he dropped that shit on on Kendrick's birthday. Friday was Kendrick's, but June seventeenth was Kendrick's birthday. So that's yeah. what made it even more. I was like, oh, he's, oh, he's about to. This shit about to be nothing but timestamps. Like to me, if I was in Drake's camp or whatever he was like y'all want to do a new album I'm like yo we're just gonna do a new a whole album and it's gonna be nothing but the time time stamps 916 that's track one 916 track two this time track three this time track four this time and mm-hmm. that's all we're going that's the that's the type of that's the type of album i would do i'd be like yo this is the type of album that you should do next and then start carving it out just making some classic classic shit but you know i'm off on the drake tangent but it is what it is we got what we got. We know he's still going to be loved. Um, B had mentioned it earlier. Uh, Beyonce's new single dropped. Uh, I think, I don't know. I think it dropped Wednesday. I mean, Monday or Tuesday, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah I think she dropped mm-hmm. yesterday. Yesterday. Okay, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Break My Soul. Um, Man, listen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I like that type of music and shit. So maybe if it's people tell me it's like Drake album, so maybe I would kind of like Drake album some. But I like that like Beyonce sent like Beyonce when that was it like dance type house music type shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But right, I like right. that shit from when I was growing up and like maybe certain other than like yeah, I like yeah. that shit from Jer- Jer- up. Jersey House. Yeah, I love I love that shit. I be riding around playing that shit, and like and I like the mixes that motherfucking like the DJs be doing now. Even with like newer shit and like of course the classic shit. Beyonce sounded awkward on that shit to me. Like when when like when uh, Mary J. Blige had um, some song where it's like something about um, something it's my birthday. This the song she had with Khaled. That shit sounded like a Beyonce song that. Beyonce mm-hmm. to like doing it, the gay to Mary, and it mm-hmm. sounded awkward. And when I was listening to this Beyonce song, I was thinking about all the people that I would love to hear on this shit besides her. And only and the current person that popped in my head was like, damn, this would be fire if Rihanna did it with that accident shit and with her like whole vibe. If not, like, 
someone like older, so someone someone more from that lane. It just it didn't feel like Beyonce should be doing this track to me, which made it. It wasn't even a bad song. It's like why Beyonce doing this? This ain't your lane. That's my take. On so let me like, let me let me ask you a question real quick, Joe, before B gives his take. Did you think that because you know where that song originally came from? Is that why you felt that way? Because we all know that's Robin S. Show Me Love, right? So we know the original song. Did you feel that way because you knew the original? You know, it, it, it could be. It could be. But even more so, it, not, it, it was really like, I didn't like feel like Beyonce should be singing. Like the way she was like sounding on the shit, it's like, damn, this Beyonce, you know, voice powerful and shit. And she yelling. She, it, 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 it just didn't feel right to Beyonce. Like I said, like if Rihanna did the shit, you know what I'm saying? Or if like any bunch of motherfuckers like that fucking like Dream could have gave that shit to, you know what I'm saying? Did that shit. Mm-hmm. It, I, I probably would have fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's like, it just didn't feel like it was in Beyonce lane. And I like that type of music and shit, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, I like, I like the original song, you know what I'm saying? So. It was like, it was a dud to me, but if you don't know any better, which most of the people, you know, that hear it, you know, that's Beyonce stands and shit, they probably gonna fuck with it. Just like fucking niggas fuck with that, uh, if you have a certain age or if you have a certain fandom of Beyonce, you fuck with that, uh, with that, what's the joint? Uh, what's the joint that she did on, on, on Homecoming? Uh, the Frankie Beverly Amaze John. Oh, that, yeah, uh, Frankie Beverly. Yeah, yeah, before I let go, before I let go. Before I let go. Like, and, I, and I fuck with that, but a lot of niggas hate that because it's like, nah, Beyonce, that ain't just shit. But it's, it's fucking nice. Beyonce can keep that shit. I hope, that, I hope she don't do a Drake and have an old album and shit like that. It'll be interesting. Uh, well, I have a take on that too, but I'll let um, B go first. Yeah, she ain't gonna do no shit like that because it's stupid and Beyonce is not stupid. But no, nah, I ain't listen to that shit. I mean, I did see uh, <laughs> You heard it. Yeah, I got you. A couple of gay niggas dancing, and I heard Beyonce's voice, <laughs> so I'm going to guess that it was him. That was her. But, like, I ain't, I ain't listening to that shit. <laughs> I, well, I know you got a short take. I have a short take on the two. I, when I heard it, I was like, damn. I said, look what the fucking... I said, I feel like Drake and Beyonce had a conversation. She said, this is where we're going to try and take turn everybody to towards this type of music. But... Last night, I let my wife didn't hear it. And my wife, similar to y'all, are from Jersey. You know that Jersey house thing? That's a, it's a thing. That's a real thing. So when I let my oh, wife hear God. it, yeah. So when I let my wife hear it, she was kind of like, uh, this is show me love. Like, she, like, when you hear it, that's the first thing you heard because it's the first thing I heard. It was Robin S. But I guess as the show, song went on, it kind of caught a little bop. And I had it on the big speakers. So like how I was saying about Drake, there's certain shit when you listen to it, but then when you hit in the club, it gives a different vibe. I had a different vibe, and my shoulders started to shake, and I was like, damn, I like this shit. <laughs> but it, it's nothing crazy, but I was like, okay, I don't hate it. Upon the first listen, when I was just listening in my earbuds, as when I put it on the big speakers, and I had the, and I had the house shaking with the bass, I was like, oh, this shit kind of... I get it. This shit is a go in the club. I see where, I see where it's going. It ain't it, but... Eh. You know, it's not as bad as I'll say. It's just not. It's not as bad as I thought. But to your point, uh, B, you were making about as uh, talking about it before. One of the things I did see about this um, album. Hold on, where is it? I think it is. Yeah. So what I did see was that Raphael Sadiq is a, one is a, has produced. They said like about maybe four or five songs for Beyonce on this next album coming up. 
So I thought that was more interesting to me to hear her and him because Raphael's a very, you know, very accomplished producer, writer. Right. So I'm interested to hear what they come up with and if she can go in his lane because he's very soulful, obviously, having worked with D'Angelo and all these and Solange. And and he did work with Solange and, you know, curated that album a lot. Um, I forgot the name of the album, but you know the one I'm talking about. So it'll be interesting to see how they worked, what they can produce together. Go ahead, B, you were about to say something? No, I wasn't, but Seat at the Table is the album. Seat at, yeah, okay, yeah, thank you. Seat at the Table is the album. He curated that, a lot of that with her. Um, Versus, new Versus. Versus has been weird since we've been back outside, but I guess it's because what I just said, we've been back outside. But Omarion versus Mario, I don't have the date. Um, I'll come up with the date in a minute. But Omarion versus um, Mario is coming up. It does seem interesting. I'm it's not today, nigga. Sure. Oh, it's today. Oh well. Yeah, but no. I mean, well, as we're talking, yeah, as we're talking. To. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Listening is Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow. But um, yeah, no, nah, I got you. I got you. But yeah, so Omarion um, versus Mario. I don't know because I don't know what Mario's gonna do when Mario does that dance, that trend forever. He's gonna be a rap. That's all I think he could come out there and do it to be over. And I'm, I'm, I got, I'm making little silly jokes and shit like that, but I don't have a real take. But I think it's, I mean, if I just had to think about it, even though I probably like Mario's music more, I think a Marion as a performer is just going to look better in that setting. And that's, that's all well, I got there. You are so dismissive of the god of Marion, Maybach. Nah. When Maybach <laughs> O became Maybach O and switched from Marion to Maybach O, it was straight fire. Nothing but fire. As soon as he dropped them care packages and the rest of that shit, ever since Marion touched Rick Ross's hand, and called himself Maybach O, he dropped fire. As soon as he dropped Rick Rock's hand, he was whacking him. All this nigga got to do is play that lineup right there. He got 20 of them things for a little Mario, and he only got dropped 10, I think. Let me ask you a question. Do you think we get a B2K reunion? Ain't them niggas gay or something? Like, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I think, I mean, they, they did that shit. I, I, I feel as though they don't need to do that shit no more. I feel like Omarion don't need the money. The last no, 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 no. Together, I was just talking about... No, no, I'm talking about on the verses. They're not going to do the verses. Yeah. They did that shit. I mean, you got to think. Fucking what's the name was still... Uh, the nigga Lil Fizz was out there talking... Uh, Lil Fizz was fucking yeah. Omarion, baby mom and shit, ex. And the nigga Jay Boog, I believe that's... It. Well, Jay Boog was the other nigga. But the uh the, the nigga um the Jay Book that was the the other brown skin nigga. Yeah, you talking about the light skin uh, nigga? I, I know you talking about. Yeah, but the light skin nigga, whatever the fuck his name was and shit that uh, Rasby, that Rasby. nigga like he was talking about getting molested and fucked by the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Chris Stokes. Like, yeah, so I mean it like it, it'd be weird if they popped up. I I'd probably think you'd see like fucking Chris Brown or maybe Janae Iko or fucking like uh. Yeah, either Chris Brown, Janae Iko, or uh, maybe Marcus Houston. Shout out Janae, I hear she's pregnant. Or Bow Wow. Wait, say that again? I said shout Janae, I hear she's pregnant. By Big oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, but I think you probably see them motherfuckers more so than like the actual B2K members, because ain't no like... I mean, unless they're cool as shit now, but I doubt it, man. Okay. Like the real stars, you know? And as far as Mario shit go, it's like off the top of my head, I can think about like five Mario joints that go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And out of the five Mario joints that go, I don't know if any of them 
unless I really, really tap into like fucking like fucking the nostalgia of fucking Biz Marquis and shit and the fucking like just a friend. Like I don't think any of the five are thinking of really go harder than anything Lamarion to like put on. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I think Lamarion has something for every single one of fucking Mario's like shits. You know what I'm saying? But Mario can sing his ass off. You know what I'm saying? So we might get like some at least like when the music soul child well I, I know Omarion ain't gonna come out there on that sounding like trash like the music soul child did but um I think Mario might be a better singer than Omarion so maybe he can Anthony Hamilton get that respect over like you know some of the hits and shit and put on a good show and, and niggas is young and seasoned and shit and I'm pretty sure there's like about three songs that I really like from Mario that I don't even know that Mario did you know what I'm saying <laughs> so, yeah, right, yeah, it'll be some shit. Like, oh shit, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got so you. Nah, you right. So tune in tonight. Uh let us know what you think. You hit us on IG, we'll talk about it. See what's good with it. Um tomorrow, very big important day for us on this. Well, another one another important day for us, because the next one will be free agent when free agency opens up. <clears throat> but an uh, important day for Nick fans. We're interested to see. There's been a lot of talk. I know, B, you've been posting a lot of the chatter that's been happening about moving up and, or different moves that we can make to perhaps get Jaden Ivey. Obviously, I'm talking about the NBA draft. That's going to be tomorrow as well. Um, I don't know what time it is. So it's probably like 7.30, 8 o'clock or whatever. Knicks have the 11th pick. I know there's it's a whole draft and there's a lot, bunch of people saying that, but fuck that. We're Knicks fans. we got to go here first. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... I don't know where we are. I don't know what's going on. Like, cause I seen even the pods I'm listening to, everything sounds all over the place. Like I hear that we could go to, I think B, you posted some stuff about going to number two. We could be from anywhere from number two to trading out of the draft altogether for, uh, I forgot the player's name. I'm losing, I'm losing. I'll, I'll remember it, but there's just a lot Malcolm of chatter Brogdon. around the next. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon. Thank you. Yeah. We already came up. Yeah. yeah. We're not there. That's stupid. Yeah. But I'll go, I'll go to you, B. Go ahead. Listen, man, tell you. We can say all the shit you want, but the New York... Yo, Leon Rose is getting us Jaden Ivey. All right? Just hear, hear from me first. I don't know what pick he's going to do with that. I don't know what he's going to do to do it. But Leon Rose is getting Jaden... This is time for these niggas to start doing big things. And he ain't done nothing big yet, but he's going to have to do something big this summer. You know what I mean? It's just going to have to happen. We can't have another year like last year. Leon Rose can't do it. Tom Thibodeau can't do it. Those two guys are too big of a figures in who, what they do and who they are. That shit ain't going to happen. So we're going to get Jaden Ivey or we're trading out of this draft completely. You know what I mean? Like that's how I'm looking at it. Right. And you're saying trade out draft because the way our team is set with all the youth we already have. Yeah, there's not enough rotation. So okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, that and that and if we trade out of the draft, it means we either get an asset moving back or we have an all star coming and we just give up the draft pick for it. Something is going to happen. Leon Rose, one of the greatest agents to ever exist in basketball, worldwide West, one of the greatest behind the scenes basketball connectors that we've ever seen in the history it's of the I'm t- Listen, these two men are working at New York Knicks, running our front office right now. And you're going to sit there and tell me that them niggas can't get Jaden Ivey or an all-star? 
Them niggas, it's been brought up too much. He's not going to not give it to us. Jay okay. Knight be coming. Okay. Well, I'm sure there'll be a lot of movement. Well, I don't want to say a lot of movement, but there'll be a lot of chatter and uh, uh, um, probabilities thrown out throughout the day. Joe, you have anything? If you're talking nah, to me, I'm pretty much. Okay. No, no, yeah, no. Nah, I'll eat shit and shit. I don't want to try to hear me chilling, but. Oh, got you. But now, nah, like, kind of like where I feel like they're going to, like, you know, trade out in this draft, you know, either get some picks or, like, some assets and shit like that. Because, like y'all both said, the Knicks have, like, all this young talent that they got to find, like, actual time to put on the, you know, put out there and shit. They got to see what these niggas got. You got to let them grow. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to just have these niggas stocked out there and then, like, what, their contracts going out, then they become like that and every other Nick and shit that for, like, the last couple of decades where they ain't getting a second deal. You know, we just let them go. But um, I would like that splash, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to act like I know the Ivy kid like that, but I trust when um, Brian get hyped over dudes, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen um, other folks talk great shit about him and shit like that, so I hope so. You know what I'm saying? I I, I hate being on the outside of like yeah. the big splashes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially because it's like I'm a fan of a team in like the fucking like Mecca. You know what I'm saying? A street yeah. ball and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a fan of a team that fucking is in New York fucking city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like Yo, that shit means something. You know what I'm saying? Make headlines, and yeah. like, I grew up watching ball and shit, and being a fan of the New York Knicks and being a fan of Isaiah Thomas because he looked little and shit, and I was little. I'm like, hey, I can play. He playing and shit, and having Michael Jordan just be there far too much for us to really get what we should have got then. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even when he said that we couldn't get it, just bullshit. And just having like different moments where there was like flashes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And just being so hyped over the fucking mellow years, the early mellow years, and shit, where Mari was still kind of healthy and shit, niggas won like a little series and shit, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I want that times like a million, because fuck, I'm a fan of the New York Knicks, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a fan of the fucking Utah Jazz or <laughs> fucking, like, you know, fucking Minnesota Timberwolves and shit. No, they should be big fucking stars that are fucking... You know, fly niggas that play incredible ball on the fucking Knicks, man. So I hope the IVK comes and shit. And if for some reason he doesn't and we draft somebody else, I got my fingers crossed that it's one of them situations where we got to steal and it's like, you know, yeah. generational. It's the only talent. thing they can like, do, yo. It, it, yeah. it, honestly, it's the only thing they can do. The only thing they can do is be the greatest, be the windy or fucking off seasons, yo. Every, every fucking off season, they got to win the championship. I know these niggas just traded LeBron to whatever. I don't give a fuck what the Knicks just did is the greatest. That's what they got to do now. That's who they are. They're icons. They can't lower their iconness because they went came to the Knicks, and it ain't going to happen like that. Listen, the world is going to conspire to make it hard for the Knicks to, to get Jaden Ivey, yo. I get that because nobody ever really gives anything up to the Knicks. There's a reason to block those headlines. You know what I mean? Like, don't get it twisted. There's a reason why a lot of people teams don't are scared of to trade with the Knicks because they're scared for somebody to say they lost. And because if you lose, then that means all of their jobs and it's huge headlines. You know what I mean? It's a scary, but that's why the Knicks have to always pay more. 
You know what I mean? Like we're in that type of position where the media markets just change the perspective of everybody. Even the headlines. The headlines matter to how you sell tickets and shit, you know? But these niggas are too great. So they're gonna make <coughs> some shit happen. And I'm I'm looking for it. Yo, they've got to win the off season championship. That's their fucking job and that's what they're going to do. No doubt. I mean, I have nothing else to say about that. You put a stamp on that. Uh I have a question. Do you really think that Kyrie could leave the Nets? No, he's not. It's just leverage. Okay. All right. So I don't really, we don't need to go down that path. I, I, I feel the same way. So I didn't, it's just, you know, just leveraging or whatever. He's just talking. His camp is the one that's putting the shit down anyway. So they're trying to leverage. So I got it. So if they, um, I know B, you had put in there. Jeremy Grant got traded from the Pistons to the Blazers. I don't know what that really does for them. I don't know if it, you know, I I know he's a good player. I, you know, I, I don't I don't know. I guess that's their move to show Dane that they're trying to win. Yeah, that's I mean, all I got there. Listen, he's a hustle player. He spreads. Yeah, he is. One thousand percent. You know what I mean? They're also going for OG Ananobi, so they're they're looking to trade out of the draft and try to get OG Ananobi. They're trying to give him major pieces. Wait, it, why do you say you said they're trying to trade out or trade up? No, trade out. If they if they're gonna they're they're trying to give they're trying to trade their pick. To Toronto for OG Adenobi. Oh, OG. okay. This is a person you're talking about in the league already. I'm sorry. I thought this was a pump uh, of. Okay, got gotcha. you. He's playing right yeah, now. Yeah, no, OG, yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're having I mean, to have somebody. No, Blazers are going for it. Yeah, they, they need to because, like, fucking, that's just sorry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they finally did what they had to do and, and move CJ and shit. And then. Who'd they get, though, for him? I don't even remember. Yeah, see? That's the problem with that. Niggas don't even remember what the fuck you got for CJ McCollum. Y'all niggas is disrespecting Dame over there. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just, we said it, and I was trying to, the Trailblazers received, oh, they got Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was later traded and, to the Jazz, and a yeah. bunch of, some other bums, and some draft compensation. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with Josh. I like Josh Hart. Yeah, but <laughs> all right, so it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll it'll be um interesting. Damn, I had something else I wanted. To, oh, there was a lot of talk about. Well, there wasn't a lot of talk. It just happened to be this one uh, time I was listening. They just had a real. They talked about Chet Lemon or whatever his name is a lot, Chet, Chet and Hulk. just saying he's the. Chet, sorry, Chet Hongo. Chet Lemon used to be a pitcher. But nah, then we just talk about how he... Expecting this nigga calling him a lemon. You fucked up, Alex. Go ahead. <laughs> they said they, they were just talking about really OKC. They were saying that OKC should draft him, which I thought was stupid. But then they gave the point. They said it's a boomer bust player. And, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. If, you, if you're a team that has, I think they have four draft picks. And I think they have two or three first round picks. They were saying you can take a chance on Chet, which again I didn't. And this is just the logic that uh, I think NBA Radio was talking about, and I didn't, I didn't understand it. They said you could take a chance if you're a team like that, with those amount of picks in this draft, you could take a chance on a Chet homegrown, because he's a boomer bust player, and it, and if it works, then it works. If not, you still have all these other draft picks. Then as a person, let's just say like us, we only have one pick in the first round, and taking a chance on Chet. When that's we should like, be more well, likely to Posada. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I sound like some that. niggas who don't have them type of jobs. I, listen, I was confused when he said. I was like, 
Who's if I got like, that doesn't make a sense. top spot, then I better get top spot quality out of it. I'm not throwing you no know, risk. Jabari Smith or Pablo, yeah. Again. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just, it was just interesting that they were talking about it. Go ahead, Joe. Well, I'm, think, well, I'm thinking, like, I heard, like, you know, the motherfucker looked skinny as shit, you know what I'm saying? They like, don't weigh shit. Yeah. And I, and, and I heard, like, some Kevin Durant fucking, uh, yeah, what is yeah. It? some Kevin Durant comparison. So it was like, I kind of get it. It's like, if you got, like, the multiple picks and shit, then if you get this dude and he's a bust, you could be like, yo, he could have been fucking Kevin Durant. We didn't know he was going to be a bust, but look what else we did. Kind of like when the Knicks, um, that year when, um, KP? Well, no. There's mad years that, that what Joe is saying would be correct. With a, couple of, a, a couple of drafts with the Knicks yeah. where it's like, okay, we drafted where we drafted in the first round and shit. We probably didn't get the best nigga we could have with that plot. We definitely didn't. But we got a nigga in the late first round. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a nigga in the second round. And we got a hundred. Draft Trevor Abiza with the 42nd pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, shit where it's like, okay, we got some value elsewhere. So niggas can't be too, too mad and shit. You know what I'm saying? But. Yes, I can see it, but you know, fuck OKC, man. I'll be goddamn if OKC <laughs> become relevant again for real before like the next two day thing. <laughs> hey, anything is possible. Who knows? I don't know. <clears throat> I hope not though. But yeah, so now tune in for the draft. Watch your favorite team, or if you like us, just pay attention to the Knicks and say fuck the rest of that shit. But I'm hope I'm hoping for the you know hoping for the praying for the best, the the best is because they you know Will Perrin and them they've been. They ain't missed on no draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been on point with that. So we know they could do that. It's just going to be the other pieces that Leon and, and um, World Wide West got to pull together to finalize, to put the polishing move, to put the polishing on this team as it is. Because we definitely, we ain't been this flush with talent in a while from yeah. top to bottom. It's been, a, it's been a while. And it feels good. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I tell people all the time, like, y'all got to stop shitting on the Knicks. We never, like, we sitting on a lot of fucking talent. Like, y'all got to stop acting crazy. Yeah. So. Shout out to that. Um, and that's another big thing, man. I hate that shit. Like, this nigga said, like, I was just a JJ Reddick and shit. They could talk about the Knicks. And this is his whole fake, how he scoffed and shit, like the Knicks. I think it's probably that Kyrie talking, ugh. I'm like, fuck you, nigga. You ain't never won shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yo, like, I mean, and it's like everybody talked that shit. But we ain't even talk about the championship. I don't know if you were getting to that. Oh, I mean, he's definitely. Oh, shit. Yeah. Steph show he was the man. That's Damn, all. Man. I forgot all about that. Yeah, man. Chef Curry with the rock, yo. Niggas, niggas, niggas started the um playoff. Just do remember this. These playoffs started with niggas asking the question: Is Luka Doncic the best player left in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a playoffs that had Steph Curry in it and Jay- mm-hmm. who? Guess what? Let's just take your time out, man. Alex, you were right. He wasn't. He's not the man. He can't. He can't be the man. I don't know if he'll come back and like develop, be the man powers or some shit. But he don't have that shit. He can't carry niggas. He don't have it. He had two points in the second half. Yep. Of game. He can't have. He's not the man. You know what I mean? Jalen Brown, he showed his heart. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, Jalen Brown, he wasn't going down. He's still getting in niggas' bodies. Two minutes left in the game, fighting back. You know what I mean? Yep. 
Nah, not this nigga Jason Tatum, yo. He ain't got it, yo. Them niggas took his heart early. And Steph knew what he was doing because Steph is a genius and he's amazing in the basketball. He took this nigga Jason Tatum's heart. And Jason Tatum had the nerve to stick around and shit after most of his team had left to like hug niggas and get encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> and shit. Fucking Draymond Green. That shit Everybody. made me so mad, yo. It looks so disrespectful. Everybody Nigga just stayed there the whole time man. getting hugged. Mm-hmm. Hugs and getting, getting them, them uh, aggressive pats on the chest. Shit. You real, nigga. You real. Just take uh, your time. I got four of you shit. I can see it in you. You know what I'm saying? You'll mm-hmm. get one. We done. Right. I was so. I remember I was so mad that he was there. And I was like, yo... Why is this nigga there just getting hugs by everybody? What the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Like, tell him to leave. And um uh, and, and no, and I was like, I was like, he just he's just there for the hugs. And then Joe was like, Yeah, because it makes him feel good. <laughs> yeah, that shit was the funniest shit to me, man. Cause this nigga really was there, like getting hugs to feel good from other grown men that just whooped his ass in basketball. <laughs> Get the fuck off the basketball court. <clears throat> yeah, man, that was, uh... yeah, that was nasty. Well, shout out to the shout out to the Warriors. Shout out to Steph. Uh, oh, what else? Oh, the uh, the new pivot came out this week. It has um, my I think you put it in there, Joe. It has a uh, Mike Tomlin. I didn't get to watch it, yet, but I've been hearing a lot of good things about it, especially how he addresses the Brian Flores situation and black coaches in the NFL. So I'm, I look forward to um, oh, catching that. Yeah, I look forward to. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. And Rob Gronkowski. I don't know if he's going to stay retired, but he did officially retire again <laughs> from the NFL, third best uh, tight end all time. So we'll see he'll if he back. stays retired. Yeah, he'll be he'll back see. for Halloween. Yeah, we'll see if he uh, comes back uh, to, for this, for Tom's last run with Tampa Bay to see if they could get another to get another ring. So we'll see about that. Shout out to him. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. I don't think we missed anything. We kind of cut. We almost forgot about the championship. That's a good save, Joe, because I forgot all about that shit. Oh, and uh, RIP to Tony Saragusa, um, defensive tackle from the Ravens. That shit. Oh, man, but he passed. Yeah, he passed. The goose. Yeah, he passed. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he from Jersey? Hey. I think. I think so. He's definitely hey. from the Northeast. Hey yo, like the last week or so, haven't mad young sports niggas died? Yeah. Um, there's like, another kid. There was yeah. another kid, um, Jalen Ferguson from the Ravens. He was only 26. There was the basketball player. Is it from Paul, Caleb K, uh, Swangman? I think his name was. He was yeah, a um, Swanigan. Swanigan. Thank you, Caleb yeah. Swanigan. He was um, he played for Portland. He was only 25, I believe. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a lot that happened this week with um with uh, some players. Uh, but the, yeah. I didn't know the I didn't really know the story. Yeah. Um, be his from uh, Jersey. I think probably from your part of Jersey or um, Kenilworth. No, Kenilworth is Central Jersey. I think. Oh, oh, he was, yeah, that's yeah. Anyway, he, he's from Kenilworth. It's still Jersey. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, it's still Jersey. Yeah, it's still Jersey. But yeah, I don't know. So I, the the Caleb story was I found interesting. I, I mean, once I started looking at it, that I guess he kind of flamed out of the NBA. Excuse me, NBA, and then he blew up to like around four hundred pounds. So there were, I guess there was some other. Extenuating circumstances oh, going on shit. about that. Oh, wait, time out. That shit was real. You talking about what I'm talking about? Yeah, I thought that picture yeah, was fake. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it is because somebody made a comment on it. Who is it? Who are you talking about? Caleb Swanigan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he. Somebody Swanigan, made a man, comment. Now he's fat. 
Yeah, somebody was making fun of him, and Dame Lillard got at the dude that was making fun of him, saying, yo, stop talking about people. You never know what they're going through personally. You should, instead of trying to kill him, you should be praising him or praying, excuse me, praying for him that he can overcome whatever he may be going through that you don't know about. But yeah, no, he did. I didn't even know that was real. Yeah, yeah, no, it was real. He he blew up to about 400 pounds. God damn, what happened? What, 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 I don't, they didn't say, they didn't, like, I didn't see any of the story, like, what happened. I don't happened know what that he could be that. going through that he turned from an NBA athlete, high draft pick to 400 pounds. Yeah, and that was in, like, that was in, like, a year because he played in, he played the bubble no, season. it was, like, three years. It, it was, yeah. like, three years since he played. Yeah, three years. He played in the, the last season, he played in the bubble. That was the last time he played the bubble. He must have never played. He must have just stopped fucking. Nigga, the pandemic probably shut him down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, that shit ain't no normal shit, nigga. That can't just happen. That nigga's going. Not in, not in that like length of time and shit. Like. Hell no, nigga. He t- he become four hundred. Nah, what I wonder he if he was still talking to NBA niggas. He probably just wasn't even answering his phone, nigga. The worst niggas was probably texting him like, "Yo, Cabe." <laughs> Well, you know still... what? what? I see it. I'm looking here, like what they say, six nine, mm. and his like listed weight when he was playing was around like two sixty. Yeah. Yeah. If he if he, if he was playing around two sixty and he ain't really had no habits of like staying in shape when he wasn't playing, he was probably walking around around fucking close to three hundred a lot of times and shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga had to not take this shit serious at all. Nah, man, that's a shame. You know, what, you know what he was probably doing, yo? That nigga probably be smoking weed, man. You know, weed is a ray drug to food. This nigga, 25 years old, died of natural causes after being one of the most elite athletes in the world. And I'm not saying he was the nicest, like, fucking nigga right. in the NBA, but if you made it to the NBA, he, made it, he was right. one of the most elite yeah. athletes in the world. Wait, he died? He died. Yeah, he died. Oh, natural causes. Hold on, wait. Damn it, I was, damn. I'm I'm so behind in this story. I thought he was just we were just talking about this thing because he was fat. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because Joe, Joe, Joe had mentioned Joe mentioned that a bunch of damn. a bunch of young people died. Yeah. Oh shit! That, I thought that, that y'all just don't even know how much of this information that I was piecing together is just in this conversation. Because when I first saw the stuff, I thought this nigga was just making fun of somebody on the in on. Like, like I thought that was like a random dude to make fun of, but I guess like it looks like his face, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know he was really fat like that. And then, then you just told me a lot of that shit was real, and now you're telling me dude died, and I'm like, holy shit! Like all this stuff sounds crazy to me. Damn. Yeah. All right, I, I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. <clears throat> now nah, we were just going down the list because there were, you know, it was a few deaths this um this week. It was mad. Uh, I think it was beginning like mad. It was like every time I looked on it, it was a, it was like, oh, this college basketball play, this how this pro football play, this form of this yeah. It was like, and, and it, it was niggas that I didn't really know. Yeah. So like a lot of them didn't stick, but it just like, what? I was like, where the fuck are they dying at? These niggas all using the same drugs and shit. They they this that whatever. Uh, that pandemic, man, that should be staying in you, you know what I mean? That nigga, Kayla Swanigan. That's crazy. The reason he, he stuck to me was because I seen Melo give a tribute to him because I think the boy last played for the uh for the Blazers when Melo was on the Blazers and shit. So, 
Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm I'm assuming it had something to do with his weight just based upon that. So yeah. um, you ain't gonna be fat like that and that all right, never mind, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Nah, man, you gotta think, man. This is not like I'll say it, yo. This nigga, this fucking kid and shit, fucking 6'9, they listen at like 260. This motherfucker was walking around around 300 fucking pounds on the regular, I bet. When he wasn't pulling, it was like the off season. That nigga was probably mm-hmm. walking around close to 300. You know, he get in the gym and do whatever and probably shed that shit down at that fucking, you know, 275, maybe to get in that kind of shape or whatever. Shit, let that nigga not fucking play since he was in the bubble and shit. That fucking 300 he used to walking around with would go to 350 real quick. I know a few motherfuckers that put on about like 40, 50 pounds in the fucking pandemic and they wasn't rich like this thing. So they was eating all the cakes and finest of. Them niggas ain't vain enough because I was thinking about working out and shit. Damn, more time to get bigger and stronger and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was trying to get the pandemic to make myself better, motherfucker. Damn. Well, I guess some niggas is bummed. But I'm better than you. That's why we got the podcast. No doubt, no doubt. There's a lot of shit going on with um Deshaun Watson, but I'll save that for another part. Um, as always, you can get at us on IG at Better Than You. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace.